Join host Pastor Adama and Zama Segbiji from the 8th and 9th of August for Covenant 2018 with guest speakers Pastors Taiwo and Namti Adukoya of the Fountain of Life Church International, Nigeria. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Time is 7 p.m. each night. Register free today at 01293-885-000 or online at solutionchapel.org for Covenant 2018, August 8th and 9th. Come and have a life transforming encounter with the covenant keeping God. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn what you hear affects the way you behave. For instance, if you hear on the news that tomorrow about this time, it's going to rain and you want to go out, guess what? Because you have heard that it's going to rain, you'll now prepare with your going out, making sure that you have with you an umbrella. Because the sound you hear determines the way you behave. That's why it's so important to choose what you hear. You have to choose what you hear. If you don't choose what you hear, your future will be doomed. Well, are you ready for the word? Okay, if you are, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 Kings chapter 18. The book of 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 41 I read it says and Elijah said unto Ahab get thee up eat and drink for there is a sound of abundance of rain I read it again. It says, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm sharing with you on a message I have titled, The Sound of Abundance. Say a good amen to that. The Sound of of abundance. Now, the sound you hear in life determines your behavior in life. The sound you hear determines your actions. For instance, if I shout lion right now, you hear the sound lion or the word lion. And the moment you heard the word lion, something went through you. Are you following me? So, for instance, if I say, look, there is a lion, the first thing you do is look for an, an exit to run because of the sound you heard. So that means the sound we hear 
determines our behavior. If you hear a good sound, you will behave well. If you hear a bad sound, you will behave badly. That's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, for, for faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes how? By hearing sound. Faith comes by hearing that talks about sound. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes how? By hearing and hearing what? The word of God. So what you hear affects the way you behave. What you hear affects the way you behave. For instance, if you hear on the news that tomorrow about this time it's going to rain and you want to go out, guess what? Because you have heard that it's going to rain, you now prepare with your going out, making sure that you have with you an umbrella. Because the sound you hear determines the way you behave. That's why it's so important to choose what you hear. You have to choose what you hear. If you don't choose what you hear, your future will be doomed. So the scripture we read in the book of 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 41, the Bible says, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Ahab there was the king, it says, get thee up, eat and drink. Now, this eat and drink is not for you because you and I are fasting. Amen? It's not for you because you and I are what? Are fasting. So, Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink. Now, notice he said to the king, get thee up. In other words, the king was in a depressing situation. The king was in a depressing situation. Why? Because for three and a half years, Elijah had closed the heavens due to their sins. Now, just a big, a brief background to this scripture. At this point, Elijah had had an encounter with the 400 prophets of Baal on the Mount of Camel. Do you remember that? Where Elisha, Elijah called for fire and fire consumed all the sacrifices that they put together and then as a result of that uh, uh, the prophets of Baal were killed. Now there was a contention in the land in those days. The contention was that the king and the wife Jezebel were worshipping idol. All they were doing was worshipping idol. As a matter of fact the Bible says that there were the, the, the prophets of Baal were being fed by Jezebel. That means in every society, there are people who feed spiritual forces. There are people who feed spiritual forces, either negatively or positively. But in this case, the queen was feeding the negative forces and as a result of that, the negative forces were having so much influence. And Elijah came and said, if God be God, serve God. 
if Baal be Baal, serve Baal. It says, choose this day whom you worship. If you believe that Baal is the God, then let's go and have a contest and let's see who the true God is. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but God will show forth in your life. I said, God will show forth in your life. You have been serving God all these years. People have been saying, where is your God? They look at you. They keep saying, every time you are going to church, you have nothing to prove for it. But I decree to you, as a prophet of God, in the next seven days, you will see a visitation from God. I said, in the next seven days, you will see a visitation from God. Someone in this place is going to have a tomorrow about this time encounter. Before we come to Covenant 2018 this year, you will experience the hand of God. Let me hear a living amen. I said, let me hear a living amen. So Elijah said to, to Ahab and the prophets of Baal, if God be God, let's prove it. Let's prove it. And they went on the mountain, brought all their animals, and started calling on their God. They called on their God. And Elijah asked, can your God not hear? Now, don't, don't, don't. What I want you to understand is that the world might have a God, but their God cannot hear them. They might have a river God. They might have a wood God. But that God cannot hear them. That God is a man-made God. But our God, he is not a man-made God. His name is Jehovah. He is the El Shaddai. His name is Jehovah Nisi. His name is Jehovah Shammah. His name is Jehovah Tikenu. He is Jesus. His name is God Almighty. That's who we serve. Because he's living. Our God is not dead. Our God is living. No one created him. Before creation, he was in existence. He created creation. Hallelujah. And this God that I'm talking about will show forth in your life. I said he will show forth in your life. Some of you have been in tight places. But by the end of this service, you are coming out of every tight places. I said you are coming out of every tight places. Your family is coming out of tight places. Your children are coming out of tight places. Your business is coming out of tight places. This church is coming out of tight places. We are coming out of our low deeper. We are coming out of our low deeper. We are no longer going to be at the background. We are going for the high place. We are going for the high place. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear a good amen. Let me hear a good amen. So they were cutting themselves. And Elijah said, can your God not hear? Elijah said to them, maybe your God has gone to the toilet. That's why he can't hear you. Hallelujah. Elijah said, keep calling. They called and called and called. And their God did not show up. 
And then Elijah said, okay, it's my turn. Elijah said, pour water on the altar. Pour water on my sacrifice. They pour so much water. Now, I want you to understand something. At that time, water was the most precious commodity. Because at that time, it had not rained for three and a half years. So at this point, that water that was being poured on the altar was not a waste. You know, sometimes God would demand a sacrifice from you. A sacrifice is when you are, when, for instance, you have your last Isaac. All you have is Isaac and God placed a demand on your Isaac. There was no water yet God demanded for water. They poured water on the altar. They poured water on the altar until the altar and the sacrifice was completely drenched. And then Elijah said, God Almighty, you are the God of fire. Come down now. And the Bible says that there was a mighty shaking. There was a rattling. There was a noise. And the Bible says that and God thundered from heaven and the fire of God consumed the sacrifices until the fire leaked off all the water. And at that point, the prophets of Baal started running. And Elijah said, you have to be destroyed. And they were all destroyed. Now, after that encounter, Elijah came to the Ahab, the, the king, and said, King, get up. Because his source has been destroyed. His source of power has been destroyed. His source of evil consultation has been destroyed. I've come to announce to someone that you cannot serve God in the world. You cannot serve God, the almighty God, and be consulting other small gods by the side. The Bible says that they that go after other evil gods, their misery are multiplied. I see you in this season serving God with all your heart. I said, I see you in this season serving God with all your heart. Not only will you serve God with all your heart, you will serve God with all your might. Not only will you serve God with all your might, you will serve God with all your strength. It's a new season of strength. Solution is a new season of strength. This house is going to be a house of passionate God seekers. Passionate God lovers. Millions are coming from across the world to see how we serve God. And to fall in love with God one more time in the name of Jesus. That's why Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. From today, you will know God. Your knowing of God will not be a theoretical knowing. It will be an experiential knowing. It will be a knowing out of conviction. In the name of Jesus. So Elijah said to Ahab, get up, rise up. 
drink. For there is a sound of an abundance of rain. Say amen to that. Somebody say amen to that. I don't know what sound you are hearing. But I hear a sound. I hear a clarion sound from heaven. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I hear the sound of an abundance of the glory of God. I hear the sound of an abundance of the spirit of God in this house. I hear a sound in this house and it's a sound of celebration. It's a sound of joy. It's a sound of laughter. It's a sound of increase. It's a sound of abundance. I hear that sound in the name of Jesus. It will sound as if Elijah was contradicting himself. Because it had not rained for three and a half years. And out of the blue, Elijah came and said, Oh king, get up, eat and drink. For I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. He was speaking to the highest authority, the highest power in the nation. He could be killed for saying what he said. The king could say, you are trying to ridicule me. But Elijah said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I have good news for you. In the midst of scarcity, choose the sound you hear. In the midst of sickness, choose the sound you hear. In the midst where you are down, you are cast down. The Bible says that rejoice, oh my soul. Do not be cast down. For where there is a casting down, thou shalt say, there is a lifting up. Solution, I have come to announce to you, there is a lifting up. I said, there is a lifting up. You will be lifted. My God will lift you up. You will be lifted. In the name of Jesus, my God will lift you up. The God who lifted up David from the merry clay and set his foot upon the rock, upon the mountains. My God, the ever living God, the everlasting God, the king of kings, he will lift you up. Say a living amen. I said my God will lift you up. I said my God will lift you up. I said my God will lift you up. I said, my God will lift you up in the name of Jesus. Elijah said, for there is the sound of an abundance. Somebody say, house is in scarcity. I hear a sound. I hear the sound of an abundance of houses. I hear the sound of an abundance of houses. No one in this house will be homeless. No one in this house will be a tenant. 
I hear the sound of property owners. I hear the sound of an abundance of property owners. Not just one property, but many properties. Many properties. The time of renting is over. It's a season for you to own properties in the name of Jesus. So Elijah said, I hear sound. And this is the sound I hear. What sound are you hearing? What sound are you hearing? You see, the sound you hear influences what comes out of your mouth. Do you know that? What you hear determines what you say. So that means Elijah did not just hear a sound. He had heard God speak to him before saying what he heard. He heard God saying there is an imminent sound coming. There shall be no death in this house. It's a prophetic decree. There shall be no death in this house. Anyone genuinely connected to this vision, there shall be no death in solution. We will all go at a good old age. At a good old age in the name of Jesus. So Elijah said, I hear a sound because I've had an encounter with God. And God has whispered a sound into my ears. And therefore, I have to let you hear that sound. Do you know that sometimes when you declare what God tells you, people look at you and say you are crazy. God told Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. And God said to Abraham, go about the whole place. Tell everybody who you are. So Abraham at old age, Sarah's womb is dead. Abraham at old age went about telling everybody, do you know who I am? Check me out. I'm the father of many nations. Yet he didn't have a son. But God said, you are the father of what? Many nations. And Abraham started declaring it. You have to learn to declare what you hear from God in the face of adversity. God took Elijah Ezekiel to, to the valley of dry bones and Ezekiel chapter 37 and said, Ezekiel, what do you see? This is a valley of dry bones. What do you see? And Ezekiel said, Lord, you know this is a valley of dry bones. But God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones. When you are prophesying, you are speaking the word of God. I said when you are prophesying you are speaking the word of God when you see an empty valley you don't keep your mouth shut prophesy to it speak increase to that situation when you wake up every day speak to yourself I am blessed I am blessed and highly favored I am the head and not the tail my children are blessed we are going on to the high places. My children are not the last. My children are the first. 
in the name of Jesus. What are you doing? You are prophesying. You are declaring the sound that you have heard from heaven into that situation. You have to learn to declare the sound of God into every situation. You go to the doctors and the doctor said, you have three months to live. What do you do? You start declaring the sound of God. The sound of God says, I shall not die, but I shall live to declare the glory of God. God, you have not brought me this far to kill me yet. You have not brought me this far. I'm telling you, you have to learn to declare the sound from heaven. I declare to this house, I hear a sound. I hear a sound of multitudes. I hear a sound of abiding multitudes. I hear a sound of church properties in every corner. I hear a sound of solution in every corner. In every city. In every village. In every nation. In every continent. I hear the sound of solution in every solution corner. I hear it so clear and loud. Nothing can stop this sound. I said nothing can stop this sound. When Joseph one day rose up and Joseph said I have a dream. And in my dream I saw all of you bowing down to me. And the brothers wanted to destroy him. They took Joseph. They put him in the pits. They sold him into Egypt. But they did not know that they were actually helping his destiny. I hear a sound in this house. The sound I hear, nothing can stop it. I said nothing can stop this sound. It's the sound of an abundance. It's the sound of healing. It's the sound of rejoicing. It's a sound of miracles. It's a sound of healing. It's a sound of blessing. It's a sound of abiding multitude. That is a sound that I hear. And nothing can stop that sound. They can put us in prison. They can put us in the pit. But guess what? The sound will speak for us. The sound will speak for us. We are coming out from that prison as prime ministers. We are coming out of that prison as presidents. We are coming out of that prison as politicians. We are coming out of that prison as pastors. We are coming out of that prison as billionaires. We are coming out of that prison as landlords. We are coming out. We are coming out. I said we are coming out. I said we are coming out. Am I preaching to a living church? I said we are coming out. We are coming out. Nothing can stop us. We are coming out. Nothing can stop our blessing. We are coming out. Nothing can stop the sound. We are coming out. I see a day in this house where everywhere in solution will be filled. I see a day in solution where there will be more members sitting outside than in the building. I see a day coming where there will be no building in this world that can be able to contain solution. We are coming out. We are coming out. 
we are coming like a mighty army to invade the whole world when people see us coming they will know that this is solution when they see us coming they will know that this indeed are people called by God in the name of Jesus what sound do you hear the sound you hear determines the way you behave that's why it's important to choose carefully what you hear the church you go to determines the sound you hear you can be in certain places and all the prophet or the pastor the sound that comes is witches I see witches and wizards you are not empowered to operate in dominion but I hear sound I hear sound. I hear sound of joy. I hear sound of laughter. The days of pain are over. The days of sorrow are over. Your name shall no longer be called Jabez. Your name shall be called blessed. And the Bible says that and Jabez cried out unto God and said, Oh, that you bless me indeed. God will bless you indeed. I said, God will bless you indeed. God will bless you indeed. God will enlarge your coast. God will enlarge your territory. God will expand you on every side. In the name of Jesus. So the Bible says Elijah said I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I hear an, a sound of abundance of the spirit. The spirit of God is flowing in this church in abundance. In abundance. Verse 42 of 1 Kings chapter 18. The Bible says that so Ahab went up to eat and to drink. I love people who follow instructions. Simple instructions. Ahab didn't say, show me the rain. Ahab just obeyed. You see, unfortunately, we are living in a generation where many are thomases. They want to see before they believe. But you see, the kingdom of God doesn't work like that. You have to believe before you see. When Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Ahab did not question Elijah. Sometimes, when you hear a prophetic word, your heart has received it, your spirit has received it, but your head is telling you, your mind is telling you, can this be possible? But you have to learn to discipline your soul. To align with your spirit. Discipline your mind. Discipline your spirit. Your spirit has to line up with your soul. Ahab did not question the man of God. Ahab believed him. Ahab walked in faith. The Bible says that faith is a substance of things Hoped for. Substance of things hoped for. Hope is in the future. 
future image, future picture. Don't question God. God said to Abraham, next year by this time, you'll have a son. Sarah did not believe it. The Bible says that Sarah said, how can this be seen? I am old. My womb is dead. And my Lord is old. We don't know how to do this thing anymore. And when God confronted Sarah and said, why did you laugh? Sarah said, God, I did not laugh. Sometimes we even lie to God. We lie to God. But God said, whether you laughed or not, Sarah, next year about this time, you will see your Isaac. I'm here to prophesy to someone. I don't know what situation you find yourself in, but I decree to you that tomorrow about this time, your story will change. I said your story will change in the name of Jesus. I've seen in many situations where people have gone to bed as prisoners and woken up the following day as presidents. I've seen vice presidents of nations went to bed as a vice president, woke up the following day, the president is dead and he is the next president. I don't know who I'm speaking to. You are poor now, but you wake up tomorrow with billions in your bank account. You'll wake up tomorrow with millions of pounds in your bank account. I prophesy it now. I decree it now. That tomorrow about this time, wealth transfer is coming. Business expansion is coming. Church growth expansion has come. In the name of Jesus. Who am I preaching to today? Bible says that and Ahab went up to eat and to drink. I love that. He obeyed the instructions of the man of God. And Elijah went up to the top of the camel and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. Elijah went back to the top of the camel. That is important. The top of the camel represents a place of victory. Because he had just encountered the God of victory on that mountain. You have to learn to prove what has worked before. Every time you are in desperate need of anything, go to the God who gave you a testimony yesterday. The same God who gave you a testimony yesterday will give you a testimony today. The same God who did it for you yesterday, he will do it again. Why? Because he's the God of again and again. I said he's the God of again and again. So Elijah went to the Mount of Camel. He went to the top of Camel. And I love what he did. He cast himself down upon the earth. That shows humility. I've always said that the more powerful you are, the more humble you must become. You see, when God blesses you with a billion pounds tomorrow and you come dressed in the most expensive suits or dress, will you still bow down before him? Will you still lie down prostrate on the floor? 
It's so important. No matter how high God lifts you up, you must never get to a place where you are arrogant. Because the same God who lifts you up can bring you down. That's why there is no place for arrogant people in the kingdom of God. Humble yourself, my brother. Humble yourself, my sister. Elijah cast himself down upon the earth and he put his face between his knees. I love that. He put his face between his knees means he positioned himself in a birthing position. It's not just enough to declare. After you have declared, you have to now pray or birth what you have declared. You see, many people go about declaring and they see no result because after you declare, you have to pray about what you've declared. The reason why you see God doing amazing things in this church is because after the declaration goes forth, prayer backs it. Their prayer is what cooks the food. You know, it's like, it's like going to the market, buying the best ingredients, put all of them on the fire, cut everything, put on all of them on the stove without turning the fire on. Can your food cook? No. You eat the raw things you've cut, the raw tomatoes, the raw onions, the raw f- fish or meat, you're going to eat them raw. After you have cut everything and put them on the, in the pot, you have to turn the fire on. The fire is prayer. Unfortunately, many Christians don't know what the power is in the church. The power is the prayer. The power is the prayer. That's why the devil has succeeded in deceiving many Christians. When it's time for prayer meeting, they don't show up. They've forgotten that that is the place where you generate power. Because without power, you cannot do exploits. So Elijah went up to the top of the Mount Camel, put his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, this is after he has prayed, verse 43, the Bible says that he said, To his servant, this is Elisha, go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and he looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. You know, sometimes after you've declared, there'll be a period of nothing. In the period of nothing, don't be discouraged. When you put a seed on the ground and you cover the seed with sand or soil, there is a period of nothing. Even though you have covered that seed, it seems nothing is happening, but something is happening underneath. Something is happening underneath. That is not the place to be discouraged. That is not the place to be discouraged and say, oh, I have sown this seed, nothing is happening. I have declared nothing. The moment you said I have declared and nothing is happening, you have canceled your declaration. 
That's what the devil wants to do. Every time you make a declaration, you will go through a season where nothing is happening. Sometimes you even have testimonies from people. They say, hey, you declare that tomorrow about this time. Tomorrow about this time is here. There's nothing. The servant went seven times. He says, there is nothing. Seven times. The seven times could be seven days. Seven days could be seven weeks. Seven weeks could be seven months. Seven months could be seven years. And in those moments of silence, of nothing, you must still maintain your confession. You must still maintain your declaration. You don't stop declaring, you maintain your declaration. You don't go about declaring, oh, the doctor said in, in three days, in three days you are going to die. And then day two, you start seeing symptoms of death. And say, oh, the doctor said it, oh, the doctor said it, the doctor said it, oh, he said it, the doctor said it. The symptoms of death are knocking. No, you don't say that. You don't give voice to anything that is negative. Faith, the work of faith is a discipline work. Have you ever heard anything negative out of my mouth? When we started this church and there was no one, I was declaring multitudes. I was preaching to empty chairs and declaring multitudes. I was declaring multitudes. And it was just a matter of time we saw multitudes. From here, many branches have been established. Why? Because in the midst of nothing, you don't stop declaring the word of God. The servant said, he went up and looked and he said, there is nothing. Be careful of those who are around you who say there is nothing. Be careful of what sound you hear. Can you hear two sounds here? Two conflicting sounds. The man of God has declared that there is a sound of abundance. And then the servant comes and says there is nothing. Which one are you going to believe? As a matter of fact, this declaration of there is nothing is more real than the sound of abundance. Because there is nothing is a statement of fact of the situation. The reality of the situation was that there was nothing. He saw nothing, so he was declaring the fact as they are. And the fact, most of the times, is stronger. The evidence of the fact, most of the time, is stronger than your prophetic declaration. Maybe at that point, if you're not careful, you say, oh, maybe I heard God wrong. Ah. Next year, at this time, I'm going to get married. And next year comes, no one shows up. Oh, maybe I heard God wrong. Maybe I was hallucinating. No. Next year, by this time, I'll be a billionaire. Next year, by this time, shows up and you, are, you don't even have one pound in your bank account. I say, oh, maybe I, I didn't hear God. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's not the time to stop declaring. You must maintain 
your confession. That's why the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6, it says, I am not going to be scared of what man can do to me. He has said, so I may say. God has said, so I may say. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you, you might be in a situation where things are not working. You have to still declare, God says, he will never leave me nor forsake me. And then in verse 6, it says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. He has said, so that we may how boldly say, how do you say it? Boldly. Faith is a bold confession of your declaration in God. That's why I say I can never die through an accident. I can never be sick. I can never be poor. I can never pastor a poor church. He has said so we may boldly say what are you saying? You say it boldly. I'll become a prime minister one day in the front of your brothers. They don't like it but you say it boldly. I'll own airlines one day. You might not like it but I say it how? Boldly. No apologies to anyone. I say it how? Boldly. You might not like it, but time is coming. In less than five years, this ministry will be on every available TV station. You might not like it, but I say it how? Boldly. Glory be to God. And it's going to be free of charge. Say amen to that. Every TV station will be carrying my preaching. Every radio station will be carrying my preaching. Why? Because when I say it, it will come to pass. What are you saying? Stop apologizing for who you are. You are blessed. When God says you are blessed, what do you say? I am blessed. When God says you are healed, what do you say? I am healed. When God says you are righteous, what do you say? I am righteous. I don't care what you say. I am who God says I am. I am who God says I am. So let's go back to 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. The Bible says that the servant said, verse 43, he said to his servant, go up, look towards the sea. And he went up and he looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. Don't give up. I said, don't give up. Amen. I said, don't give up. Amen. You know, Isaac dug wells and the wells were taken away from him. He did not stop digging. Yeah. He kept on digging. 
until he got to a point where he called the well he dug Rehoboth. He said, for God has made room for us. And not only that, he went further to dig another well called Beersheba. Are you following what I'm saying? The fact that somebody said no doesn't mean you shouldn't go again. The fact that that business didn't work, that means you shouldn't try again. The fact that that church branch did not work, that means we shouldn't start again. As a matter of fact, we started many branches and many of them did not work. (laughs) Many did not work. But when we started again, they started working. I'm telling you, it's a new season. Solution, the next season of branches is going to be global. I said it's going to be global. And we are going to have loyal pastors, loyal members, men and women whose hearts are loyal. It's going to be at a global gathering, a global invasion in the name of Jesus. Don't stop. Go again. Seven times. Go again. Go again. Go again. Somebody is at the point of giving up. I'm saying to you, go again. Don't give up. God is alive. Go again. Do that business again. Dig that well again. Knock on that door again. Write that business proposal again. Invest in another business again. Keep knocking. Very soon, the sound will show forth. Verse 44, 1 Kings chapter 18, the Bible says that, and it came to pass. Somebody say, and it came to pass. Say with me, it shall come to pass. Oh, say it again, say it shall come to pass. It says, and it came to pass at the seventh time. Can you imagine what would have happened if Elijah had given up at the sixth time? Many many have given up at the sixth time. The Bible says at the seventh time, at the seventh time that he said, behold, behold means look, behold means it's eminent, behold means it's suddenly. Your breakthrough is going to be suddenly. Your blessing is going to be suddenly. The walls of Jericho are going to fall down suddenly. The multitudes of this church is going to happen suddenly. The expansion of this church is going to happen suddenly. I decree it so in the name of Jesus. It says, and it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. Now notice the first declaration. He said, I hear the sound of an abundance, but look at what he's seeing. He said, I see a cloud like a man's hand. You know, sometimes what you see and what you are prophesied, it's not, a, it's not the same. But all you have to do is see a sign. If you can see a sign, that means something is coming. If you can see a sign, that means something 
is coming. I decree to you solution. Something is coming. Something good is coming. Something glorious is coming. Something powerful is coming. Something heavenly is coming. In the name of Jesus. He said, and he said, it's a, a little, a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, go up, say unto Ahab, prepare your chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. I love this. He said, get up, prepare your chariot. Now, this is very important. If you've, you didn't hear anything tonight, hear this. Everything you are prophesying, you have to prepare for it. Everything you are believing God for, you have to do what? Prepare for it. Because if you don't prepare for it, what is meant to be a blessing will become a curse. Now, he said, go and tell Ahab, prepare your chariot. Get thee down that the rain stop thee not. Now, they are looking for rain, but if you don't prepare for this rain, this rain can stop you. That's what's happened to many people. They are believing God for abundance, but they are not prepared. You are believing God to marry, but you are not prepared to let go of your single ways, single mindset. You are believing God to walk in wealth and riches, but you are not prepared to sow seed. You are not prepared to tithe. You are not prepared to give offering. How can you receive the rain? Whatever you prepare, whatever you prophesy, you have to prepare for it. You have to prepare for it. The blessing is coming, prepare for it. The increase is coming, prepare for it. The abundance is coming, prepare for it. In the name of Jesus. Verse 45. The Bible says, and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind. You see, you're still seeing negative signs. You see, have you noticed that before your testimony, testimony comes, you have to go through a test. Have you noticed that sometimes you face a lot of resistance? Resistance. And you wonder, what's happening? Resistance, resistance. And if you don't give up and you hold on, the next thing you see is from resistance to the blessing. Sometimes, have you noticed, even when a woman is about to give birth, they have to go through the birthing pain. This is what was happening. The heaven was black with clouds. You expect a rain and you see black clouds. That's not the time to give up. That's not the time to start wearing morning clothes. Start rejoicing. Start rejoicing. For the rain is coming. It says after the black clouds, it said and wind and there was a great rain. Somebody say great rain. Say it again. Say great rain. Somebody say great rain is coming into my house. It's coming into my life. It's coming into this church in the name of Jesus. It says 
the man of God prophesied, sound of abundance of rain, and look at what followed. There was great rain, great rain, great rain, great rain. Solution I prophesy to you, it's a season of great rain. I said it's a season of great rain. It's a season of great rain of the spirit. It's a season of great rain of millionaires and billionaires. It's a season of great rain of prophets. It's a season of great rain of giants. It's a season of great rain in this house. In the name of Jesus. Final verse. Verse 46. The Bible says that in the hand of the Lord, I love that, was on Elijah. And he gathered up his loins and he ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. In the midst of prophesying, trust God for his hand to come upon you. You see, some of you think that you are behind. But the hand of God is coming upon you. I said the hand of God is coming upon you. And when the hand of God comes upon you, you will overtake. I said you will overtake. You will overtake those who have gone ahead of you. You will overtake those who have gone ahead of you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's why Elijah went ahead of Ahab and got to Jezreel before the king got there. I prophesy to you solution. You will overtake. The overtaking anointing is coming upon you. You are not going to be last. The Bible says the last shall be first and the first shall be last. You might be last now but your end will be glorious. The overtaking anointing is coming upon you. In the name of Jesus. As we close, I have come to declare to you, choose what you hear. Be careful of the sound that you hear. You hear the wrong sound, you have the wrong things in your life. When you hear the sound of an abundance of rain, you will experience the abundance of God's goodness in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did you receive it? Come on, let's give Jesus some praise. Let's give Jesus some praise. Let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. For I hear sound of an abundance of rain. I hear sound of an abundance of rain. I hear sound of an abundance of rain. It's coming. It's coming. Abundance is coming. Abundance is coming. Abundance is coming. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. Father, we decree and declare that your prophetic word is sealed. We see an eminent manifestation of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. 
Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Join host Pastor Adama and Zama Segbiji from the 8th and 9th of August for Covenant 2018 with guest speakers Pastors Taiwo and Namti Adukoya of the Fountain of Life Church International, Nigeria. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Time is 7 p.m. each night. Register free today at 01293-885-000 or online at solutionchapel.org for Covenant 2018, August 8th and 9th. Come and have a life transformation. Encounter with the covenant keeping God.